0: From this is episode twenty, series one. Lockie Reid on a well-deserved break. Back-to-back weeks he's been missing, which means Steve Allen back in the seat, the podcast seat. After sitting in the sports chair on Friday, and the phones have not stopped ringing. A lot of people out there, Steve, believe you should be a full-time member of staff.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I am a full-time member. Oh, of sorry staff. about Despite that. not sitting on the desk all the time, I've only done it the once. How'd first, you go? Maybe last. No, no, won't be your last. How'd you go? Oh geez, I was sweating bullets, but uh, I I, I didn't make uh, any blunders. Yep. All right. Beware
0: the second up syndrome, mate, because that (laughs) jumps off the page. How do you think I went? I didn't see it. Anyway, uh, now listen. Let's get straight to the chase. What a week it was, and this is back padding, Mm -hmm. back padding type of stuff. Now, now we're praising your reading performance of reading sport here in Perth on the desk on Friday night, but let's get cut to the chase of the work done by the team in general. One-on-one, Justin Langer.
1: Yeah, he was very good. Uh, um, the lawnmower man. He's happy mowing his lawn. That's, that's what he had to say to us. That was his, our exclusive...
0: Well, no, it was a bit more than that. He talked about how tough a day it was at the office when Ben Stokes went on a scoring spree and basically kept England in the ashes. It was
1: a really sick feeling. It was uh, probably the worst feeling I've had in cricket, I think.
0: Nat Fife picked up $10,000, thanks to Bankwest, for the Western Rap Player of the Year.
1: Fill up his ashtray.
0: Yes, well, he doesn't actually get to keep it because he had to on-pass it. Mm. So basically, it was like trading. He he was picked, he had the pick and he had to split the pick and he had to give it on and he gave it to the Smith
1: family. Justin Longmuir is now the coach. Uh, you've had a meeting with him. So I think he's going to be a good appointment. Our players and coaches and staff should feel a new energy in the club. Um, he came around for a cup of tea
0: during the week and we sort of waxed a bit on game plan and stoppages and where we can take this club. I think it's, um, it's a good move. Another exclusive for us. One-on-one on one Nat 5, one-on-one on one Justin Langer. And then you... Off the bench, went out to the airport, bang!
1: It's been a a big decision. It's been emotional for you. Of course it has. uh, It's been, um, yeah, it's been pretty tough. Um, Yeah, it has been something I've taken lightly, that's for sure. Couldn't believe he was there, to be honest. (laughs) What
0: are are the odds? What are the odds, Tim Kelly, being at the airport? But Peter Ryan from the Age newspaper Mm. has alerted me to the fact is if you look closely, the bloke walking in, cram out of spider bait. Was he genuine?
1: Because yes. I, I saw his comment and I've looked at it since. I've gone it could be No, cram. no, it's him. It's him. Really?
0: Yeah, and Courtney Walsh he also chimed in and said that's definitely him. Nice spotting. So well done to Pete Ryan from The Age. Cram of spider bait on the same plane that Tim Kelly and crew were on. And yes, Tim Kelly had plenty to say. Here's some more. Would
1: you play for Fremantle if it came to it? Oh, look, oh, I've got absolutely no issues with the club, I think. I think, I think that's been um, pretty consistent from the get-go. Um, look, I think I think most people have a preference these days. West Coast is mine. Brilliant week. Now, we're
0: working hard on, again, we don't just drop tools now because we've got three in the bank. My mail is that you are heading out, and this will this will be a story for the ages. A cricket story you're chasing today.
1: Yeah, maybe an opening batsman. For the country, Justin done Justin Langer last week, no, mate. No, no, one still in the mix. In the mix, Graham Wood. <laughs> no, no, it's not Graham Wood. It, what's he up to now?
0: Woody, ah, oh, he, he's a good man, Woody. He used to be the boss of Cub here in Perth. Is that
1: right? For many, many, many years.
0: The At, whack Whacker. After the whacker, boss of CUB, yes, involved for a long, long time uh, in administration and, and senior manager. a good man, Baz Wood, and he would be listening to this podcast as we speak. All right, so we know who it is. I know who it is. We might as well share it with the audience. You want you to go to an interview? Would you like me to say it Say it. Cameron Bancroft. Okay, there's another exclusive for us. So get, get around it. Cam Bancroft. All right, let's get into left field, right field. Are you ready, Steve Allen? I am ready. Rightio. Name me the 18 AFL club champions. Right. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Yep. Adelaide. Brad Crouch. Brisbane. Lockie Neal. Carlton. Patrick Criss. He's not looking at anything. I've got the piece of paper in front of me. Collingwood.
1: Uh, that was Brody Grundy. Essendon. Uh, Zach Merritt. Fremantle. Matt Fife. Geelong. Patrick Dangerfield. Collingwood. And no, uh, we calling Brodie. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Gold Coast. Gold. Oh, I've missed that one. Um, Jared Witz. Nice work, GWS. Good guess, GWS. Uh, oh, that was Tim Taranto. Hawthorne,
0: man. my man, Timmy Taranto. Uh,
1: Warpool. Wow, Melbourne dead heat. Uh, Max Gorn and Jack Jack Finney. No, I've, I've balls that right up. No, you haven't. He was close. He was third. No, I don't know who Max shared it with. Okay, if I was to do this Consider yourself at home.
0: <laughs> Part of the furniture. What about Oom pa Oom Papa? That's how it goes. Oom pa I don't know oom-pa. where you're going. Okay, with where this. is love? Does it fall from skies above? Who is Consider it? Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself. Butter the furniture. I
1: don't know what these clues mean. Food, glorious food. Clayton Oliver. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Were they all from Oliver? They were all Oliver
0: Twist songs. Yeah, I did my best. Anyway, yeah, Max Gorn, Clayton Oliver. So, so far, half wrong, but you're going okay. You've worked your way into it. North Melbourne. Uh, Ben Cunnington.
1: Port Adelaide. Travis Boak. Richmond. Dustin Martin. Richmond? No. No, no Dusty finished six. Yeah. Dion Preston. Nice! St Kilda Oh uh, this no no idea. Um no. Seb Ross. Oh yes! Sydney oh, getting tricky. Um Luke Parker No Top three,
0: but no. Gee, you're good. She you're good. He doesn't know this. Everyone, just clarifying, he does not know. He has not seen this list. And I think this is this goes to show that your learned abilities of AFL are far greater than we all anticipated.
1: <laughs> um, no, I won't get this. The pole okay. climber. I saw, um, Dane Rand. Correct. I had never no, would have got that. The no. gown wearer, West Coast. That was a Luke Shuey. And a Bulldogs. Uh, the bond. Yeah, so uh, you you got. I, re- I need sixteen
0: to... and a half out of yeah. eighteen. That's good. But 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 mm. but.
1: Luke Shewy, was that a surprise
0: the other night? A little bit. Yeah, it was even more of a surprise that uh, having hosted the event that. Um, one Elliot Yo announced it as he got up to get the
1: runner up. Yes, and uh, <laughs> as you said on the night, nothing like knowing what you're getting for Christmas before, before you unwrap pair of <laughs> presents. Uh, Jack, uh, Josh Kennedy on the night, very funny. I, I want to share this because I think a lot of people wouldn't have had the pleasure of seeing it. It's not something that sort of makes the news real, but we're doing the press conference, Luke Shuey being asked a question, and I've seen Josh (laughs) Kennedy out the corner of my eye, very excited, clearly had a few. Yes. Grinning ear to ear. He
0: was all night. He was smiling all night.
1: He's seen an opportunity. He's cheekily watching Luke Shuey answer questions seriously. And he's lined up, he's come from outside, come in with a, you know, holding an imaginary microphone (laughs) and asked Luke about the importance of forwards in the midfielders' game. And uh, Luke fired back with, uh, that he's always thought of forwards as the midfield glue. It was very funny. Yeah, very nice
0: work, yes. Because a lot of the stuff you don't see behind the scenes. Going back to my question and just taking it further, the 18 AFL club champions, may I just mention to this, um, and well done on answering that. That was fantastic you. work you left for your question. Now, if, and uh, Sir Swamp Thing put out a wonderful tweet. He's the best in the business on the stats. Great stats, man. Great stats man. He said the top three players from each club, fairest and best, and their total amount of Brownlow votes. Mm-hmm. Now, we know Gold Coast finished last. So the Gold Coast boys uh, were down the bottom, of course. So they were Wits, Swallow, and McPherson got a total of eight votes. Who do you think was the second lowest polling club based on their three players, mm. right? So they're based on their three. Here you go. Please. Okay, I'm going to give you the list. You can have a look at the list. So go through that whole list. So you've got to tell me. So the question is, Sir Swamp Thing on, um, you can get his stats on Twitter and the like. So he's gone and got the top three of every club champion. So like Fremantle, Fife, Walters Hill, and let's go down to West Coast, Shuey, Yo, and Shepherd, And then the whole lot. Gold Coast had the least amount of Brownlow votes, those three players who Mm. finished in their top three. Give me the club that you believe finished second last in the most Brownlow votes, and the answer, total votes,
1: 11. Wow. um, 11. It's astonishing. Top of my head, I want to go St. Kilda. I want to go St. Kilda, right, okay. I feel like this is a bummer. There's more to it. There's more
0: to it, yeah, absolutely. This this is this blew my socks off. So just repeating for all of our listeners here on the podcast. Sir Swamp Thing has tweeted, he's given you the top three of every club in their Club Fairest and Best and how many combined Brownlow medal votes they got. Gold Coast combined for eight votes. And they were, of course, just repeating Wits, Swallow and McPherson. The next club for the least amount of Brownlow votes got eleven for their three players in their best and fairest.
1: Just trying to think. So it's obviously a, a decent team. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at Adelaide. I can't So you, who have you said so far? You said St Kilda, but, St. but we've... St Kilda, Kilda seems the obvious one. We've poo-pooed that.
0: It's not Adelaide. It's yeah. not St Kilda.
1: It could have been Sydney. Sydney had a shocker.
0: It's not Hang Sydney.
1: On. Okay. How are you going to let me have eighteen guesses at this? Just keep
0: going, mate. We've got plenty of time on the point. <laughs> it's a good question, though. And it's a very good stat. Um. Richmond. Oh, hang on, you're just throwing up names now. You nah. said you said it's got to be a very good team. Yeah. So you Richmond. say you say Richmond.
1: I can't recall how many votes you got. I wouldn't tip Dylan Grimes got many, and Shane Edwards obviously didn't win it. I don't think Shane Edwards D- got a vote, did he? D- Dustin Martin obviously got, got a yeah, few. Yeah. Am I in the You're annoyed now because I've got it. No,
0: I'm glad you got it because we would have been here all day yeah, we want to move on. The, yes, Richmond. Those three
1: players. Repeat the three players against me. It was Dion Prestia, yep. Shane Edwards, yep. Dylan Grimes.
0: Got 11 votes total and finished second last on the list.
1: If Dustin, Good stat. If Dustin Martin, in the season he had, finishes sixth in your best and fairest, do you, does someone get together and look at the voting system? Or is it just the way it is and that's an interesting quirk?
0: I'm, I have not seen whether it's happened like that in the years past, but you would think that Richmond would get more for those three players in the Brownlow.
1: In the year that Nat 5 previously won, Aaron Sanderlands, won the club's best and fairest mm, mm, and mm. Fife finished fourth. So it happens.
0: It does happen. It does happen. Uh, and well done to Nat Fife, taking out. Well, not only did he take out, of course, as we've mentioned here, the Bank West WA Player of the Year here on Channel 10 and through the podcast as well, who donated his 10000 to the Smith family. Very generous of him. But also he was the club fairest and best for the third time. And Luke Shuey, yeah, caused a bit of an upset, beat Elliot Yeo. Um, third was Brad Shepard. I know there was a huge push for Brad mm. Shepard in the house on, on, on Friday night. Unfortunately, he didn't get the
1: job done. Gaff fourth, Darling fifth, one vote ahead of Jeremy McGovern. It's a shame for Shep because if, if he couldn't win it in that season, you wonder how. What more does he have to yeah,
0: do? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? The voting. So the voting system. I didn't. I'm not sure how the voting system worked down at Fremantle, but at
1: West Coast, there's five line coaches, and they all give one, two, three. But they can give more than. Do, do they do a three, two, one, or but, you can give more? No, you
0: can. You get zero to three.
1: So players get zero. Yeah, so every player gets a ranking. So you're Luke sure he could get a three, and Elliot, you're a three in the same game. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's some players, if you look up there, uh, who got zero.
1: And I think Josh Rotham. Josh I'm, Rotham um, had no, a... Jared was, Brander? I remember Jared Brander. Had a zero up there. I just thought... Poor bloke. Oh, and, they kept on,
0: and they kept on putting it up there. Why put it on this? Because the sp- apparently I readable. asked the question, they said it had to happen. It had to go on the board.
1: That's a, that's a shame. That's a really rubbing salt and juice. So we, try, we sort of phase out of football now, but we hang on through the trade period. It's not trade week now, it's a trade period. How do you feel about the trade period nowadays? used to be one of my favourite oh, times it's, it's, of the it's, year.
0: Yeah, it's rugged, isn't it? So we're on a Monday, we're recording it, so it's the opaque trade period started, so they've all walked into AFL House, they've all been instructed by the AFL
1: how to go about it. So every player who's going to be traded by now, we've heard their name mentioned, have yeah, we not?
0: Well, the players that want to be traded, yes, but then there's clubs that probably have blokes on their list that they're saying they haven't been made aware, hey, look, we we're happy to trade this bloke out.
1: Yeah. It's going to happen. Do you think? I, I'm not sure we hear many of those names anymore. Well, there's
0: a few blokes on lists that that I reckon would be surprised is still on the list. There's still got to be some culling done.
1: You, you'd love to be a football manager. You would You would just slash lists. Yeah, I would. You'd just on your bike.
0: Yeah. Fremantle would have 15 blokes, oh, I reckon. Yeah. The...
1: <laughs> you knew
0: that's what was coming. Yeah. Nah, no, I would get rid of 10 blokes down at Freo no, with no names, no petrol. Anyway, have you got a left field <laughs> question for me?
1: I do have a left Okay, well, you give it to me. So, what's the NRL grand final? I did. And, um, I'm, not, I'm not a big league follower, but watch the, the couple of the big games here. So, Ricky Stewart, amazing. The coach of the Raiders after the game. The controversy, the, it all went wrong for them.
0: Another and, six, and then no, another yeah. six, and then tackled and turned it over. Yep.
1: So, post-game, said, doesn't want to take anything no. away from no, Sydney. You
0: write about what you want to write about.
1: And what's he saying privately?
0: Oh, He's fuming. But then, as is the as is the way of most of those controversial incidents, I'm led to believe, and not being a rugby league mm. aficionado, that there should have been a penalty to the Roosters moments before that.
1: So, yeah, I... I
0: no, I didn't see it. How far do you unpack it? Well, that's it, correct, but... correct. So, I reckon if you... Look, it's not a good look. Everyone's calling for the boss of the, C- the CEO of the NRL to be sacked. It was a mistake. The signal was a mistake. You see the signal. Um, he went from waving his hand to six more to then holding his hand up as in that's your last tackle. He changed his mind mid-range. Don't know how you get around it. I still reckon the best team won it from what I saw, mm. but I don't know rugby league. And... Um, Has it tainted? Yeah, it probably does taint the Roosters' win because that's what everyone will be writing about and reporting on and have been since the the final whistle. End of the day, the Roosters are the champions and it'll be in the book and Cooper Cronk will retire another superstar player. Lost his voice. He's got the Darren Lock Now, I don't know whether they lose their voice because they shout so much because he does shout. Even when he got 10 minutes in the sin bin, he was shouting back to his players like, hang in there for me, hang in there for me. But clearly... He and Darren Lockyer go to the same voice coach because they seriously
1: don't sound very good at all. Lockyer had a a bad injury. He got hit in the throat. yeah. Quite badly. And I'm never, s- never came Never came really.
0: good. And he, but he's on TV. And uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's hope for some of us yet. And and Cooper Cronk sounds very similar. So I don't know whether he just got a raspy voice from yelling and screaming or was unwell or what. but or whether he's got an injury. But they sound very, very similar. But well done to the Roosters. So my attitude is there that he would be seething
1: Ricky Stewart. Fair enough too. I think he's got every right to be.
0: Let's take a break. This is the Western Front Podcast. It's Monday morning. It is AFL Trade Week. It's post-NRL Grand Final. The Roosters are the champions more on the way next
1: what matters most what do we need to change it's different for everyone we're talking to amazing women doing extraordinary things short black with me sandra sully good women great chat available now
0: Welcome back to the Western Front Podcast. This is episode 20, part B, which is the second part, because A comes first, and it is a Monday. AFL trade day has officially started, and the Sydney Roosters are celebrating, and we're in full swing with cricket.
1: Hey, Tim, so now now Steve. footy season is done. Now, your TV viewing habits, I'm not talking sort of while at work, but when you get home, I would have thought during Aussie rule season is something like... 60% footy, 30% golf, 10% everything else.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good yes. So definitely footy, European golf. I don't watch any other golf, yep. only European golf, and Formula One.
1: Formula One. And a Formula.
0: little bit of horse racing, but literally 1%.
1: Yeah, okay. So now that footy season's done with, what, what sort of becomes the number? I guess it still stays a European golf. Yep. What What? What's next now? Yeah, a uh, bit of bit of hoops, bit of basketball. Yeah, basketball do, season started. Do you actually? I suppose you've got the background. You used to commentate yeah, it yeah, a yeah. lot, and yeah, you do yeah. like you. Sometimes I wonder whether you like the NBL or whether you just like some of the back and forth that goes with the Bands, social uh, yeah, media. Yeah, no, I
0: don't, don't care about the NBL. I don't. I care. I, I, I like to see a good game and I, and I think the NBL is going to the next level with the players and I think the quality of the league is getting better all the time. And I cheer for the Wildcats for what it's worth because I like to see them win. But I do like to critically analyse those who are in the gun. Mm, <laughs> yes. But see, they're in the hub now so I can't sort of... You know, see, I, I like the coverage the other day. I like Dwayne Russell. And I like Andrew Gaze. I think there's a good synergy between the two. I think they are your A-team. Good to have Gaze back. In oh, the I think he's the best. He is the best analyst by a mile. <laughs> it is actually Gaze on top. The other blokes, not within Bulls' rule.
1: It's a shame. Hello to Josh Gallup. No, he's not on it anymore either. Anyway. Is
0: Lockie Reid on it? Lockie yeah, no, Lockie's on, Lockie's on it. Lockie's on it. it. He'll be there. He's working on the boundary down there at uh, the RAC Arena.
1: Yeah. Um... Illawarra come to town later this week, don't they? Yeah. I? The Illawarra Hawks. Now, are you all across LaMelo Ball? Well, no,
0: but my, my, but everyone else is. I was talking to my daughter, my youngest, whose boyfriend is, oh, LaMelo Ball. And I'm thinking, who the La LaMelo mm. Ball?
1: You know the ball, the ball family, don't you?
0: I know you, Mike Ball used to be an AFL no, umpire. No, and Casey with, Ball?
1: Nothing to do with Mike Ball. Lonzo Ball, you know, was, was an LA Laker. Now he's at New Orleans. No. He was the oldest. You're looking runner. at me now? You're, yep.
0: t- you're speaking complete different language. No. And I know his mum, school ball.
1: No idea, mate. So you don't care that nah. he's coming to town? No. Nah. Is yeah, he any don't. good? He put up a double-double on oh, debut.
0: What, is it, what does that mean? He
1: had a lot of points. He missed no, a lot no, of shots. No, hang on, hang
0: on, hang on. He had a lot of
1: points. No, sorry. How many points double do you have? Double-figure points hang on, stop, and double-figure rebounds. stop.
0: Don't throw mayonnaise on something that's not mayonnaiseable. What did you just say? You didn't let me finish. You said he had a lot of points. <laughs> I read he had 12.
1: I think he had 12 points. 12, 12 12. 10
0: well, I got 12 for Wilbur's Worms, mate, back in 1990.
1: Well, you have a rule in the office.
0: No social media. No, no
1: social sports. At my desk, no social okay. sport to be discussed. Yep. For we those should. who don't know, so we
0: have a lot of social supporters over the journey, right? Remember Adam Papalia? Yeah, Adam yeah. Papalia.
1: He's yeah. still going with the social sports.
0: Right. Uh, James Foggo. hmm Tim Hipsley, you, a few others who float floated around the office, used to always congregate near my desk and talk about their achievements in social sport. Does my head in. Does my head in. Have the conversation somewhere else. Mm. Nobody cares. We have enough sport in our life. We don't need
1: half-baked, ordinary battlers talking about their sporting prowess. I'm tipping there a few stories about Wilbur's Worms back in the day. I have got...
0: Um, plenty of stories.
1: Oh, what's your best? I always hear about Wembley amateurs and kicking the... 89, win-
0: yeah, premiership. So what happens... Is you don't even let me finish. Uh, yeah, mate, I've got this story. So what, what, 89, D grade, which is our Wembley seconds, took this magnificent mark, right, huge mark. Um, Siren went. Siren went, kicked the goal, right. How far out? Oh, top of the goal square, but I had a towering, like it was yeah. like towering, like
1: like, who kicked you the ball?
0: Uh, nah, no idea, mate. Some right. bloke, right? So I think it was a miskick. Anyway, took the mark, kicked the goal. Half time then sounded right. Oh, I thought that was to win the game. It was, because we didn't kick a goal, Wembley, against Trinity Aquinas after half time, and we won by four points. You you trace it back. I don't kick that goal yeah. on half time. Our last
1: goal, mm. we lose by two points. How um, what was the margin at half time? Uh three goals? it yeah, was that Lathlane Park with yes. our middle same part. Sorry I missed the second half.
0: Yeah, no. And Wilbur's Worms, I'll go back to Wilbur's Worms, the famous Wilbur's Worms. So so name drop, Wilbur's Worms. John Worsfold. Worsfold, Bluey McKenna, Peter Sumich, uh Paul Pios, Chris Waterman, Scotty Waters, that was our team, and Tony Waters down in South America.
1: How'd you get involved in that?
0: I just was well, I was mates with the players yeah. back then when you're allowed to be mates with players. Anyway, so while I was playing, we had all the we had all the gear. We looked at a million bucks, had all the boots and uh, carried on. And I remember once where John Walshfeld got spit on the eye, just going for a ball. Anyway, he wouldn't go off the court and his eye was bleeding. And the ref said, John, you have to... I'm not going off. And we said, well, John, we can't proceed because you can't go off. Hmm. So you're not going off. Okay. So he went off. He was gone for about five minutes. He came back. He'd gone and got Scott Towers from the toilet and he'd somehow found some tape and he'd taped it all around his eyes. Like he's got this basically... He's got 25 Scott Towers on his head And he just goes, subs, subs, sub me in. So he subbed himself in and then he said, give me the ball. We gave him the ball and he just took a line and he just completely took out the bloke who who, who cut his eye. (laughs) It was fierce. He white line fever, but a lot of fun. And uh, that was down at the Leeming Recreation Centre. Was that a foul? Oh yeah, it was foul. Okay. No, it was foul. But John got the square up. He was happy with that. Yeah. The Wilber's <laughs> worms. Did you win the game? We we had to forfeit the grand final because they were in the first round of the Ansett Cup.
1: Oh. And the
0: AFL and the Eagles didn't know that they were playing basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah. There'd be a trouble. lot of people mm. who've had a. Uh, oh, this is back to the, the fill-in story. Charlie Kurnow
0: right? on the weekend.
1: Yeah. Just caved his knee. So, a few years ago, uh, I was in a mixed netball team with Michael Genovese. Genovese! Who at Channel 10. We needed a um, couple of girls to fill in. So, he, he put the call out, and Caitlin Bassett <laughs> and two other Fever girls came down. It was Maddie Brown, was it? I'm trying time? to remember. I can't remember the other players, but um, they played. They played. To to be fair to the other team, out of their normal positions, like that was some sort of advantage. They got into a lot of trouble for that. Not surprised. But if anyone else, yeah, we won narrowly (laughs) against top team. Um, But if anyone else has a story like that. Share Please. your
0: social media on Western Front W. That's our Twitter handle. Western Front W, or W Front W, should I say, is the Twitter handle. Hey, we're going to wrap it up very, very soon because it's damn hot in here and you've got a jacket on and I'm sweating just looking at you. Yeah. Uh, big week. Big week. AFL trade. Keep watching 10. Not just local WA trades either. We're looking national.
1: National. National Evening trades. On, Joe Danaher, who's commanding yeah. a, that's a king's it's ransom. Got two
0: years to run. They're going to have to get that deal done. You've got Eurasio Fantasia, hasn't declared his hand just yet. Um, You've got Bradley Hill. So pick six will definitely be one of them, but they need another pick as well. And, of course, the West Coast Eagles are keen to get Tim Kelly. Hey, thanks for listening. Have you got anything else to say before you go?
1: No. I I had a right field (laughs) to turn around. Well, right field it up then really quickly. From what you saw of the Wildcats on the weekend, can they go back to back? No. That was a bit of a worry, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: but that's okay. They're going to be they're going to be nuisance value, and they'll be in the, they'll be in the finals, and they'll win most of their games at home. It was their first hit out. It was their first hit out, and the other mob did have a hit out the other night, albeit they were very much under They're going to be very hard to beat, the
1: Melbourne United. Was that their two best players missing? Melbourne? Almost,
0: almost three. I mean, Barlow's an Australian squad mm. as well, and then of course they had the late withdrawal in Golding and Prather. But Prather's injury worries are a worry. This is continuing now. He hasn't played a lot of basketball in the last twelve months.
1: No, he'll be all right. Is Dario Hunt any good? Dario Hunt? Oh gosh, that was foul trouble early. Is he any it? good? We had, we have no idea. I don't think he can score.
0: I tell you who is good. My man.
1: Who's your man? Terry oh, ter- White. Terry
0: Terry White, chemist. He is <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. He is. He is big time. When it yep. comes to matter, when it comes to the big time, he doesn't shirk it. Give me the ball. And he's only going to get better. Hey, thanks for listening to us. This has been the Western Front Podcast on Monday. This has been episode 20. Steve Allen, nice work by you. Thanks for having me. Hope you're enjoying the break. Lockie we will be back next Monday talking all things sport on the Western Front.